0: Okay, Kuruchodich, everybody. Um, we are now uh, on Yud Ahmed Bey's th- four lines down from the top of the page. So, um, um, fine. So, again, talking about Levy, how Levy decided, even after being rejected very, very thoroughly, very strongly by Rabbi Yudha Nasi, he still decided to add a 16th case um to the Mishnah or what he believed that there should be a sixteenth case in the Mishnah. He was very clear about that. And he uh, believed that was a case of Imo um, Anusas of fine. Um, because there are scenarios in which case in which that could make the woman uh, you know Asura to the Yavam and make the Tsara um Asar as well, which is the the examples given by our original Mishnah. Um, so the the Gemara picking up on uh, Rebbe asks a follow up question. So Amalei Rish Lakish, the Yochan, if you remember, it was Rish Lakish and Reb Yochan who had said the the uh, had quoted what was going on for for Rebbe uh, before. So Rish Lakish says Sir Yochan on Amar the E Nami Ketani, right? Remember that that language of the E if, right? That if the person would go ahead and marry someone they're not supposed to marry, right? So even according to, Levy, according to Levy, his point would be, well, if the, this, this son of the man who had violated this woman uh, would decides to go ahead and marry that woman anyways, the Anusa, the woman who had been violated by his father, which maybe according to some opinions, right, he's not supposed to do. But nevertheless, if he would do that, that would create a scenario here where she would be a surah to her, her potential yabam. Um, so according to, but the point is, according to Levy, we're now including cases of scenarios where people violate the ISR, right? They do something against the halacha to create a relationship. So if we're going to include those cases now in our Mishnah, there's another case we could include in our Mishnah as well. And what's that? Um, um, okay, so this case is not too complicated in terms of a map. What happens? You have a, uh, let's say, two brothers, uh, let's say three brothers, okay? Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Uh, Reuven was married to a woman, and he passes away without any children. Goes Shimon, and he does not perform yibam with this woman, but rather he performs chalitza. Right, performs chalitza, he uh, ends their connection through the process of chalitza. Then what does he do? He goes ahead and he marries her after having done the chalitza. Um, a strange thing to do, but maybe you know, after time he decided to change his mind, now he wants to marry her. What's the problem? If you do chalitza with a woman, you are now a su to her. And right? if you've done, again, before chalitza, you, do, you can do Yiba Mitzvah But once you've done chalitza, now that creates an iser to marry the chalutza, this woman with whom you've already performed chalitza. Why? Because she was, again, she was originally your brother's wife, who is, in, who is an iser to you, right? so so what happens so this man goes ahead and he he marries the woman with whom he had already done Halitza. now that man right dies without any children okay so reuven had died his wife does Halitza, shimon does Halitza with his wife and then shimon and then he marries her afterwards and then he dies without children what's the status of Levi's relationship to this woman okay she had originally been his sister-in-law from his brother reuven and now his sister in law from his brother Shimon, but Shimon had married her be'isr. Shimon was never supposed to marry her, because um, what happens? di asura tsarasa nami asira. She's forbidden. Okay, so let's, let's imagine now that Shimon, right, when he had married uh, the woman he had done Khalidzi with already, and he marries her, has another wife at the same time. So what happens? So when he, Shimon dies, this woman is. Forbidden to Levi because she was forbidden to him the moment that Shimon did Khalitza with her. Because um, again, I guess it's a, point, a good point to point out. If you have Ruben, Shimon, and Levi, Ruben, Daesh Shimon, and Levi both have the opportunity to Yibum, and one of them does Khalitza with, with her. So again, at that moment, she becomes a sewer to both of them. Um, because the only reason to allow her to, to marry them would be if, again, she's an Isser of She's she is always the, the, um, their brother's wife. Um, yibum is the one exception, as we've said, to the rule that allows them to marry her. But otherwise, it would be an ishur kares to marry her. Um, so, um, at this point, um, but once, but so therefore, as long as yibum is an option, then fine. But once yibum is not an option, and they uh, one of them performs chalitza, now all bets are off, and they're both Asr to her. So again, the point here is Shimon had married her be because she was already a chalitza, his chalitza. Now he dies without children and he has her and his other wife left, who are left. So Levi cannot marry this woman because she's his she's a halutz already and she's, uh, you know, it's already been done. And so it's, so he remains forbidden to her. And again, just to, what was the rule in our Mishnah? Since she's, if she's Asr to, to Shimon, so too is Hortsara Asr to Shimon. So again, they should follow this, sorry, to Levi. So too her halutz is Asr to Levi, in which case, um, it should fit into the case of our Mishnah. Again, the only reason it can be included is because Shimon went ahead and did an Isser. Shimon went ahead and married this woman who had done a chalitza with. But if that's what your allowing, then allow this case too. That's the question. So, Amr so Rib Yochan says back to Ish Lafisha Eina bit Saras, No, I'll tell you why it can't be included. If you remember, a phrase we used many, many weeks ago is the concept known as Saras, Sarah. And what was the rule? The point was that not only in a scenario, uh, well, let's go to our usual, our, our case we're doing right now to make it simpler. So again, you have Reuven, Shimon Levi. Reuven's married to Rivka, Reuven dies without children, Shimon performs chalitza to Rivka, and then he marries her, right? So um, in that case, what, and he has another wife at the same time. So what happens in that scenario? Not only is Levi not allowed to marry Rivka, Levi can't marry Rivka's tzara, okay? What we had mentioned though in, uh, in other scenarios is what would happen um, if the tzara would go ahead and marry a different brother, right? If she would go ahead and marry a different brother, uh, Yehuda, okay? Um, if she would go ahead and marry a different brother, Yehuda. So, uh, um, so what would happen? So that would be, in most cases in our mission, that case would be permissible. She could go ahead and marry, um, again, let's say the situation wasn't the, the case of, uh, of our case here, but let's say she was, uh, Ruben was married to Rivka, and Rivka was Shimon's daughter, but she's not Levi's daughter. So Shimon can't perform even with her, right? She's a surah to him, and her tzara is a surah to him. However, what if the were to go ahead and marry Levi? Right that would be fine that's allowed right and then we talk about the question well what if Levi's married to her and another woman etc etc and you have sara sara the, the tzara of the original woman sara but that situation only comes up the question of sara sara only comes up when the different brothers have different relationships with this woman right so for example because if shimon if uh, the original the original wife of Ruvain was shimon's daughter Right, so there's a problem with Shimon's relationship with her, but not a problem with Levi's relationship with her. Right, because in that scenario, she's Shimon's daughter, not Levi's daughter. But in this case, what happens? Because the whole issue comes to the fact that Shimon had performed chalitza with Rivka. Once Shimon performs chalitza with Rivka, what's the status of all? They could have ten brothers. They're all azer to her. Right, no, There's no possibility of her going ahead or the Tsara going ahead and marrying a different brother because their relationship is different. The relationship is not different in those cases. They're all the same. They all have the same exact isser when it comes to um, this woman, Rifka. Because she had, she had performed chalitzah already with Shimon, they're all off the table. All of them are off the table from ever having a marriage with her. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Tsara Um the ba Right, the case was, and our end of our Mishnah was: what would happen if, right, the Tzara, not the original woman, but the Tzara had gone and married another one of the brothers? That's one of the the case in our original mishnah. If you want, if you want to go all the way back just for a second to base, uh, base and Beis, You don't have to, but if you want to. Um, Right, so the mission had said all the way in the middle of the page there, had said Bito Right. The point was that if the if the tsara, if the would go somewhere else, right, and marry a different one of the brothers, and he would die, so the Isra of Tsaras still applies and continues to extend. But again, that's only possible if she can go ahead and marry a different brother. That's only where Tzara, Tzara, the case of Tzara Tzara even starts, is if she goes ahead and marries a different brother. But again, here, she can't marry a different brother because they're all the same. Um, and that's the reason why. So, so therefore, no, even Levi wouldn't have included this case because this case doesn't include the, the, the possibility of Tzara Tzara, which was another, another requirement for the original 15 cases. It's fine. Um, however... The Gemara is not happy with that answer. Okay, so the Gemara says, "But wait a second. What, what's going on here? What was the? What, what's our case our, okay, again? Reuven Reuben Shimon Levi. Reuven's married to Rivka. He dies without children. Shimon does chalitza. Once Shimon does chalitza, he's not allowed to marry Rivka because she's, she's a chalitza to him. The Shalit is, and the question you are going to talk about for pretty much the rest of the daf is what is the isser for Shimon to marry Rifka at that point, or Levi lady to marry Rifka, once Shimon has performed the chalitza? It's going to be a machlokas whether the isser is an isser kares still, or is that isser just an isser la, a regular losa say. Look at Rashi. Um, Rashi. Um, Yeah, V'leimale. Rashi says, V'leimale, Reb Yochan, L'Rishlokish, Chayv E'laven Ninhu, Ha'achin Al-Khalut zu. They're just Chayv uh, in elosa say right? Not Kharis. For this woman. Shechazra V'nafha Lifneihem. Who's now, again, fallen before the Menibum again, right? Because Shimon did uh, married her after doing Khalitza. V'lo kaima Alehu Bekharis. And there's no Isra Kharis in such a case. Taha ihu Polig Aleha. Because he actually argues, uh, the Rav, Shuman, uh, the Rav Yochan actually argues, uh, Rav Yochan and Rishakash themselves have a malcholokas about this question. Um, later on, we're going to see it in a minute. Um, so what's the point? There's a, there's no Yisra Kareis in this case. It's an Yisra La Soa. Uh, so if there's not an Yisra then our whole conversation doesn't really start, right? Their whole point of the original 15 cases were, were 15 examples of women who are arayos to these men, to the, to the man here, to the potential yobam, and the isra brings them the isra of Karehs. That's the case we were talking about. If, the, if we switch now, and, and again, because it's an Yisra of what happens is an Yisra of So Chazal say, so not Chazal, the Torah says, there's, there's no Yibam at all, right? Because she's my daughter, she's my daughter-in-law, she's my mother, whatever the case is. The whole, the whole point is, there's no thing to talk about because we're an isher Kharis with each other, right? However, if you hold that the if if the when you're dealing with a situation where the woman who falls to the man is only an isher lav, we mentioned this before. At that situation, we don't say um, because it's an isher Kharis, you know, because it's Usar Yibum is doesn't even start. We say do chalitza, right? Do chalitza in such a case. Right? Because there's still a, a connection that's made, it's just you're not allowed to get married. So in, in that scenario, we don't say they can get married, you can't do yibum, but if it's just an Yisraelav, you, you should actually do, uh, actually do Chalitza in that case. Um, and therefore, and look at Rashi. Sorry, continues Rashi. I'm telling you something Rashi is going to tell us in a second. V'chai ve'ilav in the next Rashi, b'nei Chalitza v'yibam ninhu, klomar Zakuka hilihis Right? There actually is a, a connection to Yibim in this case. And the in the Lav does not, does not remove the requirement of Chalitza. Right? The whole case of our Mishnah were cases where the Isr is an Isr Kares, and therefore the entire connection in Yubam doesn't exist in the first place. These, this case of the Chalitza, at least according to Rav uh, Yochanan, is, a, is only, a, in only a Lav. So again, they can't get married they can't perform ibum, but he would require chalitza. In which case, the whole case doesn't even start. That's not, our, that's not the case of our Mishnah. And that's why Rav Yochanan should have responded, Leymaleh, he should have said, what do you mean? It's lavin. it's only lav. And there's a requirement of, of chalitza in such a case. So answers the Gemara, no problem. This is a bachlogos between Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Leymaleh, right? He's, he's not, Rav is not answering for himself. He's saying, going to you Rish Lakish, even for you who thinks it's an isr Kares, still I'll tell you why it's not going to work. Right? Even if, according to you, who thinks that there is an Isser Kares in such a case, it still it's not going to work because, because there's an iser because you still don't have Tsaras Sari. Right? Because if, if, if it was me, what Vishalakish is basically saying, what saying to Vishalakish is, look, for me, you're right. The whole thing doesn't start. They're only Chayvei Lavin. And therefore, only Chayvei Lavin, they'd have to actually do Chalitza with her. For you, according to you, you think that there's an Israkaris in such a case? So, for you, the answer is because even if there would be an uh there's no Tsara-Sara case here because all their brothers are equally forbidden to her. Um, and that's why it's not included in the Mishnah. But you're right, the Gemara answers. You, you, you're right. As the Gemara says, correct, you're right. Uh, according to Rav Yochanan, there's really nothing even to talk about. Um, and now the Gemara itself is going to actually tell us. This Machlokas of Yohan and Rish right now. They can explain it to us. Itmar. Itmar says follows: to A person who, again, uh, uh, Reuven Ruven and Shimon are brothers. Reuven's married to Rivka. Rivka dies. Uh, Reuven dies without children. And Shimon performs Chalitza. He did Chalitza to his yavam. He did Chalitza to this woman, Rivka. And now he goes ahead and says, You know what? I really do like you. Let's get married. And they go and they have a wedding and they get married. Okay, um, Amr Rish Lakish says, Who ain't Chayyab ala chalutza karis? Viha'achin chayavin ala Chalutza karis. Okay, we're going to explain, we're gonna have to explain these distinctions. Rish Lakish says, The man who did Chalutza with her already, so he's not Chayv karis for marrying her. Okay, but the brothers who are left, Levi, Yehuda, other brothers of his, Chayavin ala Chalutza karis. Okay, they're chayav Kare still if they would if they would go ahead and marry her let's say he would again divorce her or he would die etc so she, they're still chayav kares for her alhatzara ben hu ben aochim chayavin so what about her tsara from her original marriage uh, to Ruvein? so uh, whether that's Shimon or whether that's the brothers they are all chayav uh, kares if they would marry her okay that's Rish Lakish's approach. Fine, that basically everyone's still chayav karis if they have a relationship with her, all their brothers, whether with her or with the Chalutzah or with the Tzara, except for uh, Shimon, who, who himself had actually done Chalitza already. Rabbi Yochan, Amar, Yochan argues with Yishlagash. He says, <laughs> <laughs> Yochan says, no, nobody's chayav karis here. Everybody's only chayav Alosa, al- al- say, if they marry her, once Chalitza has been done with her. Okay, my time with the Ishlakish. So, what is the what's the rationale of Ishlakish to make the distinction here? Amar the pasuk says a Right, when the, when a man does chalitza with his sister in law. So, what do we say about him? So she spits in the floor and she says, you know, arur a shaloiy bane. A is a a person who's gonna who's refusing to build up the house of his brother, and they're gonna call him based et chalutanal, etc. The point is the pasuk, the, the language she uses is. You're the brother who refuses to build the, the, the house of your brother. Right. What did you say about him? You are one who refuses to build. Meaning, once you've, and, and the drasha here is, the play on words is, well, once you have refused to build, you clearly are saying you will never build his home. So once you refuse to do so, you remain, now you are out. You've given up your opportunity and you're finished. So meaning, what's that? That's a new iser. That's a new Isser say. That once you choose not to to build your brother's home, you now have a new iser, Never to do so in the future, not to marry her. But that new iser is an Isser However, all the other brothers, what was their original relationship with this woman? Their original relationship with her was an Isra Kharis. She was my brother's my brother's wife. So for them, kidekaime Kaime, whatever their isr was originally, that isr remains. Right? There's no difference. Look at Rashi. Kitakime Kaime. You see that Rashi, it's about four or five lines down from where we are on the Gemara. The Isr Ishazach remains. That same Isra they had before. Okay. Um Allah Dida kai Balla Yibana. Hatsara, and also the brother, and also Shimon himself. Who does he have the iser of? The new Yisr. Since you said no, you're out. And iser lav only. That was with this woman that he did chalitza with. But the Tsara, Ruven's other wife, what was his original iser to her? Again, that was an Yisr right? The Tsara, that was the whole Kiddush of our Mishnah. Right? Was that the, the Tsara also has, brings an iser Karis with her. So if that's true, what has he done with her? Nothing everything remained the same with her. In which case, uh, the Isser that applies to him remains the same. And that's why, according to Rish Lakish, we saw this funny split, where for the, w- the man who had married this woman, the, the brother, Shimon, who had married her, the fir- who had done Khalitza and now marries her, so for him, that's an Isser la. But for everybody else, and all the other relationships that remain, the Isser Kuris the Kaime, they stay in place. That's the approach of Rish Lakish. Reasonable. Okay, so what about Rav Yochanan? Yochanan, Mi midi, Dimi So Rivyochan's what, what's what, Yochanan's argument gonna be back? He's gonna say this follows. Mi midi. do I have such a case? Dimi kara i bai hai i bai hai Do I ever have a scenario where again, at the moment, right after Ruven passes away, what's the op- what are the options that exist? So again, you have Ruven, Shimon, and Levi, and you have Rivka, the woman who had been married to Ruven. So at the moment that Reuven dies, Ruva, uh, Shimon can marry Rivka, Levi can marry Rivka. Shimon can do chalitza with Rivka, Levi can do chalitza with Rivka, right? And Rivka, obviously in the other direction, she can do a chalitza with him, with one and do with the other, right? It, any, everybody involved here, all has the opportunity to be involved with each other in some way with Yibum, with chalitza. They all, all of these characters have a connection to each other and could do so if they wanted to, right? Um. But now, right now that Shimon has performed the chalitza with her, kai now it's an isa kares? How could that be? His point, is basically what Yohanan is arguing is that you had an isa kares, but once the moment that Ruvain died, what happened? That isa kares was deactivated. Right? It's, it's gone. How do I know it's gone? Because all of them now have the permissibility to have these relationships. Once that, that isa kares was deactivated, says 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 Rav uh, Yochanan, you can't reactivate the iser right? The iser has gone. You want to tell me there's a new iser Then now that she's a chalutza, so now I can't. Now it can't. Now it becomes forbidden to marry her. Fine, but that's not an, that's not the original iser kares, right? Don't tell me the, the Kaime kame. It's still there from before. It's not there from before. The whole iser was gone. How do I know? Because they all could have married each other, right? And since anyone could have married her, so that means that the iser kares had gone away. So, Elo, so what's happening? Elo, and what happens? And by the way, it's true by the, the Tsar also, right? So, what's happening? Rather, Shimon is becoming the Shliach of all the brothers. We'll have to see if this Svar becomes important later on when you have deciding which brother does Yibam and Chalitza and their requirement to this woman, right? But it's a fascinating language. So, Shimon goes there, he says, Look, guys, I'll do Chalitza. And once he does Chalitza, what happens? Everybody else is off the hook. Right? He's doing chalitza on, on behalf of all the brothers. And Rivka, who does chalitza with him, what happens? She does so on behalf of her and all the other tsaros. So at that point, they're each kind of playing a role on behalf of the rest of the people in their camp. And that ends it. That ends the Issacharis that, that, that exists with the rest of them. And that's why, um, um, and that's why he argues at that point um, That everybody just has an Israel love. Look at Rashi. He's doing the shlichus of everybody else to make kara. Right before everybody could have done it. Right, and she's also doing the shlichus, the messenger of her her co-wife. And basically, what he argues is. Everyone's working together here, right? Even though it's only Rivka and Shimon performing the act of chalitza, they're each working on behalf of their Hevron, their group, the other Tsaros or the other brothers. And then the Issa that applies to the two of them, Shuv lo Yibaneh, applies to everybody. That's the argument of Yohanan. It's a very, uh, you know, it's a very uh, interesting svar. It makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Um, fine. So that's the Machlokas between Rav Yohanan and Rish Shlakish about this question. Okay. Um, yeah and in case you're wondering how we pass in like so we pass in like a you can tell because further up when it says Yochon Amar Bain there's a little Aleph on top of uh, the word Bain and that always takes you to the corner which quotes you the Lachan, the Rambam the Shachanarach etc so we, we, we pass in like a uh, Yochon in this case that the Isra becomes an Isra Lav, everybody remember it means us or everybody anyways so we're not going to do it but uh, you want to know if it's an Isra Lav or an Isra Kares, so it's an um fine. Um, so it says it's the Gabar's Father is finished after the So if uh, Yochanan attacks Vishluckish. Again, Vishlakish who had said that there remains a courage for everybody else. a person who does yibam with their with their yabam, right? Um then he then uh, he does kidushim with her, the case we've talked about before. Umes, and then he dies. Sricha Khalitza She needs chalitza. There's a price that says that in that case, again, Shimon goes ahead and she, she does yibum, he does chalitza with Rifka, and then he marri- and then he marries her. And then he dies without children. She needs chalitza from the brothers. Right? So what's how do you understand that? So he said so he says, I understand if you're according to me that I said there's only Israel, is Israel Lav. Like I mean, there's an love. Again, a, a couple that have not uh, for Israel to marry each other, chalitza is still in play for the brothers. we have said that before. Um, and that makes sense. but according to you, amaytziicha uh, chalitza. What's the chalitza for? It was an isra Caris, right? So uh, what, do you, what, do you, what? It's an it's an kares again to the brothers. She's selling an Isakaris. Um. So uh, Rish Lakish responds, But according to you, there's a There's a there's there's a, a there's a continuing part of this price, tag, which is amad If one of the brothers would get up and uh, and dimerkadesh her afterwards, a la Klum. There's nothing that, there there is no uh, there's no you know a relationship with anybody else. Um, right? Look at Rashi. Rashi, the second, the third wide line. <coughs> right? Meaning, let's say what happened in this case is that Ruvain is married to Rivka, he dies without children, Shimon does chalitza, and then Levi marries her. Okay? So it's not Shimon who had done the chalitza who marries her, but Levi goes ahead and marries her. What happened in such a case, says Rashi, la alaf klum, de'in kidushin tov lo. It, it, it's nothing nothing even happens right if, if Shimon goes if Levi again Shimon did Chalitza with Rifka. and now Levi goes ahead and he marries her no he didn't <laughs> he didn't marry her he thinks he married her but Kedushin is not Tophis there is no such Kedushin in such a case the whole thing doesn't even start and like Rashi says <laughs> right but when's that case We've said this now a lot of times. And there's it's an Israelav, like we said before, the case of a Kohen who wants to marry a Grusha, for example, right? Th- that's not the right thing to do. It's an Issa Raisa, but they're married. If that happens, they're married, right? Because that's lav and only. Ha'avei Kareh, it's not true. A person wants to marry his mother, right? They can have a wedding and say all the words and break a glass. It doesn't matter. They're not married. And Ha'avei Kareh's uh, is not tofit. So if the, the end of the Mishnah says, so you see, so so basically, the, the the beginning of the Mishnah said, right, that if we, um, had said a man does Khalitza and then he marries a woman afterwards, she needs, and then he dies, the brothers need to do chalitza. That sounds like this is only this is an Isr, uh lav only, right? But the but the end of the verse says that if the if instead of Shimon marrying her after doing Khalitza, Levi marries her after Shimon did Khalitza, there's nothing at all, which implies that this is an nisar karis. So which one is it? Who, who who you hold who, the the mission seems to be splitting the two opinions. Um, so so let's keep going. Okay, so which one is it? it answers the Gemara as follows. Um, if right. If it's really Chai ve'lavin, why is there no? Uh, why, why? Why is the kiddushin not tofis? What's going on here? So, am Rav seifa us in the Rebbe Yekiva. No, the seifa is the opinion of Rebbe Yekiva. The Amar in kiddushin tovish in lavin. Right. So, basically, um, no problem. This seifa is another opinion which you have to put on top of the original opinion, which is that we said before. The distinction between chayvay Krisis and chayvay lavin is that by chayvay krisus, kiddushin is not tovays. There's no kiddushin in such a case, and that by chayvay lavin, kiddushin is tovays. This mishnah says, no, no, no. The answer is no. It is like, right? It is like Rav Yochanan, right? Um, and it is chayvay. It, it's only israel lav. But this sefer is following the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, who says that even my, even my law, even my lavin, even such just a, just, a, just a losa say, even in that case, the, the kiddushin doesn't start. And that's the Kiddush of the end of this mishnah. It's following Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara just ends. It says we're listening to different Rabbi Akiva. If that's true, but it's such a unique shita here. So the you should say. And according to Rabbi Akiva, ain't a love clue. According to Rabbi Akiva, there's no kiddushin here. So, uh, so answers the Gemara, Kasha. Good point. Basically, the Gemara says Kasha. That means good point. You're right. Maybe it should have said that, but it didn't. But it doesn't bother us that much. The bottom line at the end of the Gemara is that, that this mishnah clearly is. Uh, seems to be a refutation of uh, of Rezlakesh, right? Because because it, it's clear that this, according to everybody, this mission is saying that once uh, Shimon does chalitza with uh, with Rivka with this woman, now everybody, all the brothers and Rivka are now, and the tsara also are only chayv l'avin at this point. They only have an israelav; they don't have an ishkaris with each other um, anymore, which. Uh, you know, uh, again, that just uh, we've we've attacked Rashlagi. Rashlagi is about to see if he responds, and yeah. uh, you know, you know, Aleph, uh, which we will continue next week.